the ice cream, hot fudge, cherries. I'll take one lick, but I won't share it. Always, I know, we'll clean the whole bowl. Melting, dripping, avoiding brain freeze. Rainshine or snow, I won't say no. You say ice cream, I'll say let's go. Late night, come home, I'll eat one bowl, I'll even eat it on the stairs, I'll really eat it anywhere. Rich I or snow, I will say no, you say ice cream, I'll say let's go. Join us this month of July for all things ice cream. Ice cream? Ice cream. When the heck did we get ice cream? Did you get ice cream? <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of ice cream. Well, then I want ice cream. You can have some, too. Well, let's go get some ice cream. Okay, right now? Where are we going to go? Stay tuned to find out where on This Is A Place Podcast. Thank you for listening to This Is A Place Podcast. My name is Brandon. And I'm joined by a man who is an early investor in a new upholstery company that makes upholstery insects. They make velvet ants, corduroy centipedes, and leather bees. Nate. That's me. Me and always trying to figure out a side hustle. Starting a new business or some new investment you're making always looking for the next big thing always trying to make the easy buck speaking of which how's your crypto going that's going okay not as crazy it was a few months ago but uh did you see i think it's a ufc is now a sponsor of crypto.com ufc mm-hmm after what's his name beat Connor, he put on a crypto.com. Shirt. He didn't beat him. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah. How would you, would you feel like you won in the circumstance like that? No way. This kind of a technicality, right? How, how could you say that? I mean, I'm not, I don't follow that stuff. I just see the highlights on Instagram after the fact. But, I mean, the dude, what, broke his leg, his ankle? That was pretty, well, pretty I think ugly. I I believe that Connor, like, kicked him, and he probably, like, cracked or kind of fractured his ankle. And then when he stepped back, it just went all the way. <laughs> oh. um, so, it would have been interesting to see what happened if, they, if he wouldn't have broken his ankle. But... 
yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll fight again, right? Yeah. And Connor's got, just trying. I just I just wonder how much Connor. It's just him acting, so he can bring attention to the fight, or is he really trying to taunt and trash talk his opponents all the time? But he's definitely making enough money, so it's working for him. Quick story about cage fighting or a fun one. I was it's probably about 12 plus years ago. I had a little 150 CC scooter, like a Vespa knockoff when those were kind of really popular. Um, I took it over on a weekday night. It was kind of late. It was dark. And it was in the middle of summer over to the Smiths on, is that 47th South in Bangor for Smiths? And when I got in the parking lot, I could hear like cheering, like a crowd cheering. And I'm like, I don't think there's a baseball field or a football stadium close enough to hear cheering. So I went in the store and got my stuff, you know, just like a bag of stuff. And then came back out and I hear the cheering again. I'm like, what is that? Then I could see some lights like kind of just a little bit west of the parking lot. So I followed the lights. And there used to be a MMA combat training center right over there. And they had set up an octagon in the parking lot and were doing amateur fights in the parking lot. Pretty cool. So I went over and watched a couple fights. That is cool. I actually think, uh, I mean, the, the, the professional stuff's fun to watch, but it's even more fun to watch amateurs because <laughs> they don't always know what they're doing. So they're more almost like a real fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they don't know what they're doing as much as the professionals. But the MMA stuff is is crazy. I went to the very first. Um, it was called Extreme Fighting Championship when UFC was just kind of getting going back in the late '90s. I think it was the first kind of big event they did here in Utah. At the the time, it was the E Center. Now it's the Maverick Arena, and it just um, it was the day of a BYU Utah football game where the Utah kicker kicked the field goal to lose the game for Utah so a lot of Utah fans were already ticked off as it was and uh we went and watched luckily we're on the upper level upper level of the east center but there was more fights in the crowd than there was in the ring it was doing like every two minutes there was a fight in the crowd because it was such a new sport and people were drunk and Utah fans were already ticked off as it was, so they needed an outlet. But it was kind of entertaining sitting up on the upper level watching people fight in the crowd nonstop. But we just weren't used to that type of sport yet. But people are definitely used to it now. Have you heard of that club they have? The fight club? Yeah, but you're not supposed to talk about it. Oh, that's the first rule, right? Yeah, everyone tells me I look just like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. All <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> oh, thanks, Brandon. No, you're the guy from The Sixth Sense. That's true. Who was the the guy from uh, Sunny in Philadelphia? Charlie Day. From, no, the one who the the main the guy who started the show, where he got really fat one season on purpose. Um, might help to segue into this thing. Like how he got fat was he drank a gallon of ice cream every day, drink it. Cause he would go, he'd have his assistant go buy 
gallon of ice cream, leave it on his kitchen counter until it melted, and then he'd drink it. So he gained like so oh. tons of weight. I don't know if you remember that season where he was like really fat. Yeah. And then the next season he came back just like totally ripped. So that was his whole right. thing. He wanted to go from like fit to fat or fat to fit or whatever you call it. But he went and like hired the guy who trained, I want to say he hired the trainer that trained Brad Pitt for Fight Club. And he's like, oh, everybody comes to me all the time saying they want to look like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. He says, I can help you get the body, but the rest I can't help you with. Like, <laughs> like, like you just, you'll never look like Brad Pitt because Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt. But Except maybe you, if you slim down. Me. Yeah. Yes. Pretty Very close. close. Very close. Right now I'm just, right now I'm just chubby Jesus. <laughs> Well, you bring up ice cream. Surprise, surprise. We're doing more ice cream today. But before we get into our topic, I have to make a correction. Oh, yes. Last week, I quoted my uncle. He was an ice cream industry insider for many years, saying that there's more ice cream sold in the winter. And that is true. But at a place like Brooker's or any other ice cream shop that's not true for them they they make their money in the hot months because people are out doing things and they're going to go to an ice cream place the reason why you know dryers or blue bunny like like your grocery store ice cream your grocery store ice cream they make so much money in the winter it's because people still want the ice cream while they're sitting at home doing nothing in the winter Gotcha. So like uh, ice cream shop, they're big, big money times during the summer months. Right. That makes sense. But, but when you're, you're not out doing stuff as much in the cold season, but you still want to have your ice well, it's, cream. It's crazy. Have you ever like, like right now, you could go out like at eight o'clock at night and go to the store or go get some ice cream and you don't feel like it's late, right? Because there's sun, the sun's up. Yeah. But in the wintertime, you go at eight o'clock, you feel like you're out super late <laughs> doing stuff, right? Yeah. Because the sun goes down like at five o'clock. So I, it's, yeah, I'm, I, I don't get depressed in the winter. I just get Debbie or sad. <laughs> you just get Debbie Downer? I get Debbie Downer. I'm just so sad in the winter. I hate, I, I love the sun being up to like nine o'clock at night. I like the daylight savings. I super enjoy it, but it just, it just frustrating in the winter time where it gets dark at five. A lot of people don't get off work till five. Right. But it just feels like there's nothing to do. You can't go really do anything. Um, Except eat ice cream. Eat ice cream. But, but in the summer we can do that at these places that we're covering. I just know when I first got married, I could stay at work in the summertime till like seven, eight o'clock at night. My wife wouldn't ask any questions, not ask, but she wouldn't like text me like, Hey, where are you? But as soon as fall hit and it got dark and I stayed past at work past five o'clock, she's like, where are you? What's going on? You're like, just working like I normally do, you know? So. (laughs) Well, let's get into our, our chosen ice cream shop for today. As alluded to in the opening, we are doing Leatherbees. Leatherbees Family Creamery, which has locations in Taylorsville, Orem, and Draper. 
mm-hmm. we're not sure if they still have Midville or not. There still is a storefront out in Midville, but it has been closed for over a year now. So I don't know if that's going to open back up or not. I hope so. I, I, I always forget about that location until I'm driving through that area. But I've always wanted to go check it out. Just So I hope they reopen so that we can go see what it's all about. And they're always like way less busy than the Taylorsville one, which we normally go to. Uh, Taylorsville is always hopping. Um, and I'm not sure. I wonder how well the Draper one does. I would assume that one's pretty busy as well. Oh, but they have, wait a minute. Don't they have one downtown? Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. They still have it. I totally forgot about that. They must not anymore because I haven't. I can't see anything on the website about it. But they used to have one downtown. Yeah, right there. Uh, Is that North Temple? North Temple. Yeah. By the Arctic Circle and stuff. That must be gone though. It might be. My wife and I went there just a few years ago. Yeah, that one didn't seem very busy at all. No, that one was great. But it does have a permanently closed on Google, so that one is indeed gone. Okay. That's an interesting area to Indeed. go to, especially at night. Speaking of nighttime, <laughs> that's an interesting. And the one at Cottonwood Mall, obviously gone. Oh, that one's gone. I'm pretty sure that one's gone. I know the one that used to have an Orem by the Shopco and movie theater. That one's gone. There's Not one Orem. still. I say in Orem, Orem at Provo, listed, though. Yeah, I meant Provo. There was one in Provo. There's still one in Orem, and. I did a search on like Utah's Secretary of State, and they had locations that were listed in. There's one that said Bountiful, maybe at one point. There was a Twila, Springville. I don't know if these other ones ever existed, but we still have a good, a good couple that you can venture to between here and in Utah County. And they've been around for a good while, since 1984 is when the Cooley family opened up Leatherby's. Yeah, we frequent the the Cottonwood Mall location when I was growing up a lot. And I always got the egg salad sandwich for some reason. Probably because it's like the one, the weird, not the weird, one of the places that would toast it it tasted so much different being on toast but Mm. i always got the egg salad sandwich and then loved their shakes because they would bring out the the classic milkshake glass jar or glass you know that you see like in the all the movies and stuff but they also would bring out a side of the that they mixed it in right the leftover so i almost got like a shake and a half when you went to leatherby's Hmm, yeah. That's do they true. still do that? Um, I haven't gotten a shake there in a while, but I do recall times when I'd have the same situation. Yeah, like a little something extra. Yeah, so their food's not bad, and I know that's not what we're concentrating on, but their ice cream's really good. Yeah, I mean their food they're they have a really good burger. And it's it kind of it kind of has that um almost old fashioned diner yeah. feel to it. And so it's very, very family friendly. It's a good, wholesome family restaurant to go to. 
I mean, they're, they're always hiring teens. They've always got plenty of people that they're hiring, but at the same time, you still see the same people, the the family that runs it. They're always like good family restaurant. It reminds me of a, Probably a close second would probably be like Hooters when Hooters was around. It's pretty close to that family feel, right? Yeah, yeah. Very, it seems very family oriented, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Just a good, yeah. And uh, like good, good people. I always think of Leatherby's when after a uh, um, priesthood session on a Saturday, <laughs> because you would just see a line out the door of people trying to go get their ice cream after the priesthood session. So, yeah, I mean, any ice cream place in Utah, I mean, I guess that's not going to be a thing anymore, but um, I feel like any kind of activity within the general Taylorsville vicinity, like any event, any event going on at Taylorsville high dances, any oh, yeah. central event, mm-hmm. people go to Leatherby's. That's the go-to place. And it's always, on a weekend, extremely busy. And you're going to – you have to expect to wait a while. I would agree. Did you ever take any of your uh, high school dates to Leatherby's? I can't say I did, honestly. I did go there after a – for a cast party after a musical I was in, in junior high. But I didn't, I don't think I took a date there. I think I went after a dance once though. I do like that on the, the menus, you get to see the family. So you, you look at the menu and then you look up and see your servers, the same person. And I also like that they are showcasing how many times they've taken advantage of that limited time deal in Pioneer Village with the pictures. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Oh, (laughs) took me a second to figure out what you were saying. Hopefully, they got the special. Hopefully. You got any favorite ice creams or concoctions? I, I'm besides the milkshakes. I always got the milkshakes. Um, I do like their banana splits. I'm a banana split guy. Do you like banana splits? I don't know if we've talked about that yet. I'm not a big banana guy. No, I, I think I've got some kind of intolerance for bananas because when I eat them, I don't feel that well. So I, I try with to bananas, avoid them. With bananas, you either like them or you hate them or you think they're just okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I once had a guy come up to me and say, hey, do you want a frozen banana? And I said, no. And I said, wait, I may want a regular banana later. 
Oh man. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I used to like when I was uh, kind of going back to our, I don't know if I mentioned our scone cutter episode, but I really enjoyed banana shakes back when I was a kid. Uh, mm. So I did like banana splits, and like banana shakes. I love banana pudding. Oh, do you? Yeah. I don't know if I've really had good banana pudding. It's the only time I've ever really had an opportunity to have it. It's like at a check around or something like that where you just don't. Well, I, I do enjoy bananas. Do you like banana bread? I do like banana bread. There you go. Cannot not like banana bread. Bananas Foster? Yeah, I like that too. But I do like banana splits. So I I do enjoy the banana split at Leatherbees if I'm not getting the shake. They have a churro ice cream that I had recently that was pretty good. They actually put churros inside of it hmm. and the ice cream is churro flavored i don't know if i want cinnamon in my ice cream oh you're missing out man i've had it but i that's not what i would think to have or want the only downside to getting something like that is it doesn't come with the traditional sauces because the leatherby sauces man those are something special you don't get fry sauce with your ice cream uh not with my ice cream no no but they've got a caramel that's to die for in my opinion hot fudge marshmallow you, you can't go wrong with their sauces and then you choose to put it on top or to get the little dish on the side which which way are you going i think i'd rather have just on top really yeah yeah, I usually get on top too because if I get it on the side, I just end up eating most yeah. of it with just the spoon. Or just in a few bites, right? Or, yeah, exactly, in a few bites. But I do like that they always at the bottom put in a little bit so you get like the nucleus at the end of your ice cream down there at the bottom. Right. But my favorite ice cream from there, I don't think it's the same – I think they changed the name of it, but back when it was invented, it was called Arcadia Avalanche because I believe someone from Arcadia Elementary came up with the ice cream flavor, which was cookie dough and peanut butter ice cream. Huh. So basically just peanut butter cookie dough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nothing really... Groundbreaking? Groundbreaking, no, but it's... It was delicious. They still have it. It just doesn't have the same name. But that's a good ice cream. They recently have been showcasing a mascot. Have you seen that? Uh, I have not. What Let is me it? Let me send you a picture. Is it supposed to be a milkshake? Some kind of ice cream. His name is Scoopy. Scoopy. You can also have them cater for you if you have some kind of event, like a wedding. Mm -hmm. And we they have birthday parties or birthday parties. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, Matt, he had his wedding catered by Leatherbees. But um, he also mentioned that his father in law will, when they go to Leatherbees, he doesn't order food because, like you, he'll get the banana split and he'll call that dinner. 
and I mean, it's got a banana, so it's at least a little bit healthy, right? Yeah. You got your dairy, your fruit. <laughs> but if you haven't been to Leatherby's in a while, I mean, I'd, I'd definitely recommend you go and try it. If you have been, give it a shot. You won't be disappointed. You may have to wait. Maybe a little bit of a wait. Expect that. But the quality will not be missed. Yeah, I wonder how they're doing now. Because a lot of restaurants we've we've already discussed are are struggling to to find employees. Now they've been offering bonuses. If you the most recent one I saw that if you sign on, you get a hundred fifty dollar bonus after forty five days. So, if you're looking for a job. They're hiring and they'll give you a bonus. I don't know if that's still going on, but anything in the service industry, especially restaurants, have struggled to to find people. Yeah. Leatherbees is no exception. So, yeah. So, my whole point to that is even if it doesn't look like it's busy, you still might have to wait. But worth it. Yeah. Baby, it's worth it. No, 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 no. And with that... Um, we have covered almost everything in that little section in Taylorsville. Except. <laughs> As I said, almost. We haven't covered almost. everything over there. I just want some ice cream now. Yeah, I think we're going to keep filling that for the next couple of weeks here. And we hope you're feeling the same and hope you're enjoying some ice cream this National Ice Cream Month. We're getting really close to National Ice Cream Day. Which is? I don't know. (laughs) You said (laughs) it on the last episode. Oh, I said the date? You did. Because I probably had had, uh, Google in front of me. Nate, I told you the rule is you should always have Google in front of you. Uh, Yeah. Well, there's a National Ice Cream Day in Canada. What day is that? July 18th. Wait, is that the same for us too? Yes, July 18th is National Ice Cream Day. My, yeah, I think it. I think it doesn't. It's always the third Sunday in July, though, and that was instituted. That was instituted mm-hmm. by a president. This year is the 18th. Last year was on the 19th, and next year will be on the 17th. Man, thank goodness Ronald Reagan. That was like probably the best thing he did. Yeah. The actor? (laughs) Thanks for listening. This is a Place Podcast. See you next week.